Welcome to the Radical Flow podcast. My name is Angela. Radical Flow is flow that's on a mission, and that mission is to create a much better reality for us all. Welcome to episode 40. So hi. It's been about five weeks since I recorded my last podcast, and it's really good to be back. As many of you know, I've been living with and caring for my mom for about the past year and a half. And two months ago, her health took a real downward turn. This then ended with me needing to give her 24-7 care. And that 24-7 care turned into going to the hospital. And then two weeks after she was admitted, my mom peacefully passed away October 1st. First, I want to thank all the lovely people who sent condolences and all the love. I really felt it deeply, and in all honesty, it was that wonderful support and all the philosophies I lean into that really carried me through this whole experience. So thank you. One of my sisters and I got the privilege to be with mom when she passed away. And it really confirmed for me many of the things that Eastern philosophies have taught. So in this podcast today, in honor of my mom, and in honor of the final things that she showed me through her death, I'd like to share some insights with you and put forward some what-ifs. So mom was the only person that I've ever been with as they died. I wasn't with my dad or my sister when each of them passed away around six years ago each. Instead, my dad and my sister, well, they taught me all about grief. Dad's death came first. I had just landed in Arizona, and so the first few days after his death, the grief was immense. I was staying with my dear friend Mary, and I found the emotions to be so biological and overwhelming and uncontrollable and my mind instantly tried to wrestle them to the mat and try to put some kind of mental framework or cage around them so that I could contain them and control them. I remember walking out of the bedroom into the living room where my friend was sitting, and I declared that I would take notes while I was grieving so I could learn all about it. It was just a feeble attempt to control the emotions. And my friend Mary looked at me with these loving eyes and said something so profound and impactful that it changed me. She said, you know, Angela, if you just allow the grief to flow, not only will it feel better and easier, it's going to bring up all the other grief that you've not yet processed. It's going to flush all the grief you're holding. This was exactly what I needed to hear in order to just get out of its way, to just feel it and to just cry. Then six months later, when my sister was in her process of transitioning, I was back in Arizona again. And upon getting the news that things had turned in that direction, I jumped in my vehicle to make that 3,000 kilometer drive home in two days. I was hoping that I could see her. When I first started driving, my body was in shock, and I could barely drive even as fast as the speed limit. I was trying to adapt to the news that I had received, but I was really just not in the right shape to drive. So I stopped about an hour into the drive, 
got out and walked around in the fresh, cool air in those rising elevations I had driven to. All just to snap myself back into the body so I'd be safe enough to drive. And then I just drove. When I finally reached her hospital room, I found her deep into what looked and felt like continuous processing of information. It felt like she was exploring every ounce of information that her cells were holding and making peace with whatever it was she found. Each day, she looked younger and more innocent than the prior day. It was a bit confusing because in her transformation process, she actually looked like she might be healing, even though her course was definitely set on its track. To be near her, to feel the space and the energy that was coming off of her, was incredibly profound. Five days later, she took her last breath in the presence of her son. And then, mom, it's still really, really fresh. Mom's breathing changed in a way that made you know the time was there. Her right eye opened just slightly to reveal her vibrant blue iris now more bright than it was, and the white of her eye, well, it seemed brighter than ever also. Her head was tipped to the left toward my sister and I in her final exhale. And then as though someone else was moving her, her head gracefully turned right back to center. Her face took on the look of awe, and her hands, which had been resting on her belly, rose right up to her heart in the formation of a prayer. Now, we know that people are alive one moment and that there's some kind of defining line that exists where they no longer are alive. But to witness that exact moment and for mom to have shown us the way she met it in that state of awe and grace with deep tenderness, well, that's forever changed me. But it wasn't the last thing mom had to show us. Within minutes of her death, every wrinkle in her face was gone. 90 years of experience etched into that face just released. Her skin was so smooth and her expression now had stopped in this kind of pure relaxation. My mom had also had mobility challenges. It was as though she kind of moved into the torso of her body and her legs were more like stilts. Her feet also held these fixed tension balls, making it hard for her to walk. And when we put her socks on 30 minutes later, she had the feet of a teenager. They moved and bent effortlessly, now having released all that tension. Every teaching that I've ever been taught that resonates me, resonates with me, tells us that the body is the mind all fleshed out. Meaning that the values, the beliefs, our experiences, our patterns and programs, and all of our states of being actually shape the body. And I've always believed that when death comes and the mind lets go, the body lets go of what it was. Mom showed me this was true. As her essence, her soul, let go of that body, the mind seemed to dissolve, leaving her body like moldable clay. It was amazing. 
And thanks to my dad and my sister, my grief was flowing uninhibitedly and there didn't seem to be pain. It was just pure love. So much love flowing through me for this woman who was my mom. And in the days that followed and in the reflections of this instantaneous letting go of her human disguise, the overlay of the information that gave her her personality, I just kept thinking, letting go when we're alive has to be easier than we realize. We all know that if we change the way we think, we can change our reality. Or as Wayne Dyer is known for saying, if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. We know this to be true from our experience. We know that that habit of thinking in a certain way has power. Yet if we can turn our focus, we can not only break that pattern, we can forgive, we can let go, we can evolve, we can shift. We can shift from where we were right into what we're becoming. Seeing that transformation in my mom take place almost instantly inspired me to want to learn more deeply from death and grief. If getting out of the way of grief shifts it from that gut-wrenching discomfort to a steady free flow of love, a flow of love that empties you of your unprocessed losses and disappointments, then witnessing death inspires you to let go of obvious patterns of suffering. Just think about it for a minute. Say you've experienced pain in, say, relationships. Maybe you've had the knack for getting yourself into dysfunctional situations and experiencing this kind of mutual exchange of pain and suffering. Maybe that pattern of experience now has you locked up and keeping yourself away from true connection. Maybe you aren't over betrayals you've experienced or losses or rejections. Things that remind you that you feel unworthy. Obviously, these things I'm describing are common to all of us in our human suffering. And then you look at a person who is meeting the end of their life, letting go of life itself. Suddenly, all their possessions become meaningless. All their judgments of right or wrong have no place. And all their relationships shift from that physical attachment to being connections of memory and awareness. What if, what if, as living, breathing beings, we could step back and truly, in an all-natural state of grief and dying, let that play its part while we're alive. What if one could roll up all the pain and experience of a past relationship, say, and just let it go? See it as past. Marvel in the wisdom and the complexity of all the parts we play for each other, all the disguises we wear as conditioned humans. What if we could truly grieve the past in the way that is just that open flow of love. No resistance to the loss or the disappointment, just an ease and freedom in the letting go. My mom never really spoke much about death. 
and with all the delirium that she experienced as a result of her infection, she spent some time wondering if death might be scary. In the last few days of her life, as she faced what was coming, she would hold my hand and energetically kind of dock to my palm. Once our energy was connected through the palm, she would ex explore, she would allow herself to just expand out in her awareness. The same practice is something my dad did with me when I would visit him in the home. For me, it's like witnessing them practicing journeying beyond the body. This, together with comforting words mom heard from all of her children, gave more, more peace for her as she walked toward her moment of death. And on the last day, one of my very wise sisters said something so perfect to her. She said, Mom, remember how easy childbirth was for you? How you just let your body lead? Well, death is the same. If you relax and let your body lead, your body will know just what to do. This gave mom great ease, as well as taught all of us around who heard these words. Now obviously, grief is flowing through me and I'm not in its way. This time, I'm inviting death to follow through me also, inviting it to teach me to let go of whatever isn't needed so I can more freely become whatever I'm becoming. What if, what if we could learn from the lessons of death and grief? What if we could learn how to actively and intentionally let go, release, forgive, resolve, make peace, and let the past go, keep the wisdom, and turn forward aware and intentional, inspired, moving towards the life we want to create. What if we could learn to do this much more easily than we currently realize? Thank you for listening to the Radical Flow podcast. It always means the world to me that you do. And please stay tuned to upcoming episodes as I now dial back toward my full levels of service to you. I will have more to share. So until next time, we'll see you in the flow.